The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Let me share with you a story that happened on this Simcha, this year's Simcha Torah. So on Shabbat, I have a minyan early in the morning. And you know how like there's certain events that happen in the world that you always remember where you are when you heard? Like everyone here, remember, you remember where you were when you heard that a plane hit the Twin Towers? You remember that? I remember exactly where I was. I was in Lakewood. I was taking my kid. I was actually eating whatever. I was listening to the radio because I didn't want to. And I heard someone say, a plane hit the, one of the towers. We don't know if it's a terror attack or it's a mistake. And then all of a sudden they say, oops, another plane hit the other tower. And I'll never forget where I was. I'll also never forget where I was when someone called me up and said, by the way, I don't know if you realize, but coronavirus is not some Chinese item. It's coming here. It's like, no, really? It was Shushan Purim. He said, Rabbi, you have no idea what's about to happen. He says, I have hundreds of warehouses in China. I know what's about to take place. You have no idea what's about to happen. I'll never forget where I was. And I'll also never forget where I was when someone tapped me in shul on Shabbat morning, Sheminiyat said it, and said, Rabbi, I'm not sure you realize Israel's at war. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, we've been there, done that, whatever. And then he says to me, but two minutes later, someone else says to me, no, Rabbi, you don't understand, 50 people are already killed. I said, 50 people? He said, and there's hostages, and there's people that are injured. And all of a sudden, our day was confused. And the Shabbat afternoon, before we're going to do the Hakafot, I was supposed to give a shiur. It didn't work out. No one wanted to learn. Everyone was just talking, Rabbi, it's 300 people who killed already, 300 people killed already. Right before Mencha, they said, okay, Rabbi, are we really going to dance tonight? Where they were doing the shul. They danced. So he said to me, are we really going to dance tonight? I said, I tell you, I'm not so sure. They said, Rabbi, we're looking to you. I was like, oh, wow, that's encouraging. And then someone handed me a paper and said, Rabbi, read this. I said, what? He said, I said, now? He says, read. I said, Menchasta. I said, read it. So the paper was a publication that happened to come out on, over, over something called Dvar Torah from Cyberspace. They take the Dvar Torah from different people. I think they take from even I was in there. I said, we only read my article. And I said, this is better. I said, oh, thank you. So what's this? Here's what I read. And it was incredible that I was reading it on that day, in that moment, and that it was produced actually and written a week before. It was a story of a man who said, I was learning in yeshiva in 1973. He says, and it was Yom Kippur, and someone came running into the Ben Midrash, I guess it was a Hezi yeshiva, someone came running into the Ben Midrash and said, Israel is at war. He says, me... And my three brothers put, took off our toilets and grabbed a, grabbed a machine gun and ran to the front lines. He said the war, the Yom Kippur war, continued throughout the whole week, the week up to Sukkot, and then over Sukkot, he says, and now it's Simchat Torah. This is a soldier himself telling the story. Simchat Torah, my father's in a shul. And the rabbi of the shul says, shall we dance, shall we not dance? And the rabbi says, we're going to dance. We're going to dance in order to display the pride that we have in Hashem and His Torah. He says, and my father and the Rav and the entire shul, they danced. They danced in the streets. So they got to King George, Rachov King George. And we get there and someone points to the rabbi and says, how can you be dancing? Our, our brothers are at the front line. How can you be dancing? He says, and the Rav turned to my father and said, you see this man, he has four sons that are fighting. If he could dance, so could you. And they danced and they danced. And this soldier writes, I'm not saying it, he says, as this, as they were dancing, 
bullets were whizzing past my head. I was literally on the front line and bullets were whizzing past my head. He says, I'll never know. But it could be that my father's commitment that night to Hashem and his Torah is what made me and my brothers all come home safely. So I got up after Arbit, after Marv, and I shared the story with the shul. I said, listen, if I had a chance to ask senior rabbis, that would be nice. But I don't have that opportunity. So we have to make a decision ourselves. I said, tonight we're going to dance. We're going to dance because we're going to celebrate our purpose. We're going to celebrate what makes our nation great. We're going to celebrate what makes our nation endure. We're going to celebrate. If we were just making some party tonight to celebrate our new house or our expansion or something like that, it would be inappropriate to dance. But tonight we're dancing because we're celebrating our reason. And we're celebrating our Torah. And we're celebrating what makes us us. And we danced. We made some adjustments, but we danced. That was Motzeh Shabbat, which was Simchat Torah. Monday night, I was called, I was as a guest speaker to speak somewhere in Brooklyn. And when I spoke, I spoke, and I shared the story. My Rosh Hashiva, Ruben Feinstein, I learned to stand on Yeshiva for seven years. My Rosh Hashiva was actually in the audience. He had spoke, and then he had spoken first, and then I spoke, and he stayed to wait for the speech. And I said, I don't know if the Rosh Hashiva would agree or not, but this is what we decided to do. And I shared the debate, and I shared the story, and I shared what we did. And the Rashiva was excited about it and agreed with it. The next day, I get a text message on my phone from a phone number I don't recognize. The speech was recorded. And I get a text message. It's from a woman. It says, Hi, Rabbi. That dilemma you had about whether to dance and some Torah says it's funny because we also had this dilemma whether we should do Hakafah Shniyas. She says, because you see, I live in a settlement in the south. And my husband and all the men from the settlement had gone out, were called immediately as reservists or as watching 24-7. She says, and my sons were debating, should they dance or not? And she says, and this was our question, and she puts three question marks and three exclamation points. And then she answers her own question. Yes! To honor Hashem and His Torah, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of course we dance. And she sends me a little video, a literally 30 second video of a small little settlement shul and her two sons each holding a Sefer Torah dancing around the bima alone. No one else is there. They're dancing after Simchat Torah is over in Israel to celebrate Hashem's Torah. We are great. We are awesome. We are powerful and we are strong. We are a nation that is so glorious and we often become most glorious in the night and in the darkness. It's when it's difficult that our lights shine the brightest. And so here we are going into Hanukkah, celebrating something, a holiday, that literally represents the light that is you and me, he and she. The light that is our little children and their davening and their caring. The light that is the woman and they're preparing and they're doing. The light that is the man, the light that is the older man, the older woman, the light that is people across the country, people across the world, the people in Eretz Israel, and every other person. The light is the people that were from before, the light of the people that are growing today, the light of the people that care about the rest of Am Israel. the light are the people that are raising their hands in strength and power and faith for our nation. That's why we're celebrating Hanukkah, because we're celebrating Hanukkah, because that's, we're celebrating what makes us, us. Light in the darkness. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.